Good evening, good evening, everybody. This is the Anointed Radio Show. And like always, we start off in decency and order. And we're going to come out of James 5 and 15. And it says, And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. There's power in prayer. And there's power in forgiveness. Those two things can take you very far. But you have to remember, when, when somebody asks you to pray for them, pray on the spot. I know a lot of times we're like, yeah, 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 we're going to pray for them. Yeah, I got you, I got you. And then you forget. But somebody asks you, asks you personally for prayer, pray for them. Right there. Don't, don't lollygag. Just pray for them. It'll, it'll go a long way. But dear Father, thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, Lord, for every opportunity and door that you're opening right now, God. God, we just thank you and we glorify you for who you are. God, right now we ask you to bless us, touch us, help us, God. Let us be able to grow in humility. Give us the wisdom of knowing what's next. God, let us be able to be still in you, God, as we are going on this path. God, touch us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. God, we just thank you for everything that you do. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, touch somebody that needs healing. Touch somebody that needs to be saved. God, be in their life and be that comforter, that, that protection around them. And God, just touch Anointed Radio and the platform as a whole, God, to expand, to touch people that has never been touched before, to be able to go to reaches that's never been reached before, so that we could be able to bring them to you. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you. Dr. Clay is sick, so you can hear <laughs> <laughs> Oh, George. Wheezy. Oh, George. That's my favorite tone voice. Oh, George, we gonna sing today, George. <laughs> oh, Jefferson's, yes. Well, we're moving on up. That's it. That's a little before my time. Oh, we saw it. Everybody, see, I don't care how what time <laughs> it was in. Everybody saw it when I'm you got in, a deluxe apartment I'm in the in. sky. Wow. I came in on. I came. I was born on the tail end of it. That oh, a good time. Okay. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Time. That's how they do it. And the cracks and all. <laughs> Jaylon on Instagram, Twitter, and then find me because my my, my good friend Chris sitting across. You can find me. You can find me <laughs> at 
Pastor Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N, and you can find me on Facebook. Hit me up. Um, yeah, songs going great. Singles out there. Everybody's downloading. Getting good feedback. It's awesome. And my colleagues here, we all got a single, y'all. What? Yeah. With Look us all that. having a single, that we should be what coming on up in the world. I'm Amen. just saying. Independent artists. Independent artists. Right. <laughs> the race to the records is started. <laughs> Winter is coming. <laughs> Now, I'm gonna let everybody know that Dr. Clay has like a real anger against no, winter right now because like I've been telling them like praise God because when winter comes, football, food, and warm. I you gotta remember Dr. So. Clay is from Chicago, Amen. so she has to but deal this with the, the hot weather. I understand that. But here's the thing: winter is not coming yet. Winter is coming. Maybe the football season is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> Y'all understand. You don't understand that there is something mm. happening yeah. in the sky. I don't see that. It's happening. I'm telling you. We had snow, y'all. So it offset everything. We had a late summer, and guess what's going to happen? We're going to have an early winter. Look, y'all. He talking about some snow. That one nothing but a little blanket. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, first of all, both of y'all, just because y'all been to areas that had over six foot of snow. Baby, you have no idea until you have dealt with those winters and you can't see the freeway or how to get off. Yeah. And then hit something and you don't even know you're hitting it and you're doing some 360s. Well, that's, that's, that's California with the fog. Yeah. No, boo, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. that black ice. Oh, I heard. I've been to Black Ice. Ah, yeah. Actually, we get in California. I was in Atlanta. Okay. And yes, we have got we, Black Ice in, in California. Because mm. when it get real, 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 real cold, and it rains so much, it yeah. starts freezing over. Yeah. And then that oil and all, it just, yeah, just, just starts sliding. Mm -hmm. Slide to the left. And ain't nothing you can do to the stuff. Slide to the right. <laughs> Crisscross. <laughs> I won't be taking the freeway at all. So, yeah, that's me. Go ahead with your intros. <laughs> well, this is Doc. You see, we just having a ball. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> it is Wednesday. Get over the hump. Okay. Ah, come on now. See, it's a short week. We had the holiday, and it's a short week, and the weekend is coming again. Praise you, Jesus. I love the weekends. But anyways, this is Dr. Marvinetta Clay. And you can find me on all the social medias, Marvinetta Clay, Clay M, Dr. Marvinelle. Some people say Marvinelle, but we're not going there. So uh, you can see Dr. Marvinetta Clay, Marvinetta, Marvinetta C, all those great things. And, yeah, you know, it's beautiful that we all have our own singles out. God is good. Hallelujah. And, and you know what's great about it? Ain't no competition about it. No. Nope. We just no. love doing what we do. We just like dealing that Jesus you music. You know what I'm saying? Dealing Jesus music. Dealing that Jesus music. <laughs> Okay. That's what my Christian rap song would be. Dylan Nett, Jesus oh, Meeks. Oh, now. Chop, yeah. chop, screw. Terrible. <laughs> you sound like I'm coming to it. He's plain and terrible. <laughs> good and terrible. Good, good, good and terrible. That good. Looks good. <laughs> and this is uh, Chris Johnson. You can find me on social media, uh, St. Chris J., um, check my website out, singchrisj.com. Yes, I have a single out as well. Amen. Go get that. 
right, lot, right. A lot happening actually in this next couple of months. So oh, y'all right. keep me in prayer because yeah. there's a lot going on. And it is. It's a transition, I feel like. Before it took It's not even a transition. I just have a lot of events happening. It's a transition, Chris. I'm telling you. <laughs> it is a transition. This, I feel like the things that we feel that's going to be taxing this year is going to be the norm of next year. You know, but I, I think agree. it's the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, when people talking about 2020, it's already started. Right. Yeah. You know, it's already started. Shoot, we already been nominated for an event for next yeah, for no. 2020 already. What? I can't release it well, already, but we can release it to us later. Right. I will say that offline. offline. Y'all can't know. Y'all can't be knowing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying it's a, it's a lot of stuff coming. We got Stellar coming back. Mm-hmm. That's right, huh? Yeah. Yep, right around the corner. John P. Keep coming. John right, P. Keep coming. Right, you singing on it. Yes. Yeah, that praise God. I, I saw that. I said, look at, us, look at Dr. Marvinetta. Did you see that stands up there? Right. Like, he was like this, like, <laughs> you knew you was about to drop right. that Jesus music. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, I know I'm going to be there as a press person. Like, hey, I'm just going to take your picture. You know right? <laughs> right? I finally get, hey, a concert where I ain't got to sing it. You know what? Don't that feel good? Well, knowing Joe, I might get a phone call next week. You never week. know. You just never know what happens. All I know is sponsored by Carmel. Carmel Candy. <laughs> That's my Carmel. La Francis. La France. La France. It's a nice size. It's a nice size. It looks like it's a good caramel. Oh, it's soft. Yeah, it's soft. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I can't eat it till tomorrow. I'm on a diet. Y'all pray my shit. Well, we're going to pray his strength. I can't have it because I don't have too much sweet for the day. (laughs) But I'm going to have it. Not today. I I can feel. (laughs) But I want to talk about current events. So we have John P. Key coming. And. Man, this caramel is so good. I yeah, couldn't talk. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> got stuck to the top of I was like, ah, wait. <laughs> ah, hold on. So another person that we have coming is the Apostle Howard coming here. She's going to actually be having her event at God's house. Hey. September 28th, Christian Artists. It's like a showcase. It's going to be like t- so many cable networks, DirecTV, Roku, okay. Hulu, all that, submit your music to radio at gmail.com, and we are screening people and sending it over. We'll be posting it on social media as well tomorrow. But, yeah, it's opportunity in Las Vegas. Wake up, Las yes. Vegas. Yes. Get on board. Bad get on board. What's that, what's that church in Chicago? Uh, fellowship? Yeah. Like, are you on board? Are you on board? <laughs> You, but you I, know, you're at the fellowship. You're at the kingship. You know, but the thing that I always, <laughs> I always hear, is that there ain't enough opportunity. This is an opportunity. It is enough opportunity. To, to, you know, you got to go after. It. You can't yeah. pick and choose. You got to be like, I don't even know about that one, but I'm gonna go do it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. the attitude you have to mm-hmm. have to be able to have the right people because it might not be the event. It might be the person you might meet. Right. Right. Because a lot of times, from the topest person, from Yolanda Adam to anybody in the industry, it was about that person they met mm-hmm. that believed in the vision in their in their ministry of song mm-hmm. that brought them to the national platform. Exactly. Amen. Well, I was hearing from the Baxters today, and one thing they said that was real key, he said, even if you are a new artist starting out, what you should do is make sure that you have that character right. 
Make sure you you have a smile. Make sure you are humble. Don't come in like you have a big entourage and you got your makeup artist and your boo over there carrying your bag and you know everybody else is following you. You know they said don't don't come in like that, but come in with a smile because that smile will take you further than you will ever realize. And that's true, but we're not gonna speak on what we saw Darcy Dillis do. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said that chat. I said that. That's all I'm going to say. So just, just praise God. Amen. So, yeah, take that advice, people. Please. Uh, please take that advice. We're trying to get you to go fire. Mm-hmm. We're trying to hope you today. Humility. Hope. We're trying to hope you today. Abundance. If this is a bad challenge, get some rolled out. We're going so stupid, we going silly with it. Take your mask off like Mike Conley on the Grizzlies did it. A body diverse, you would think T. Grizzly did it. I got so many bars, it's a prison visit. Get the digits, like a math class. You want a verse like this, here go my cash app. Look the devil in your head, I cannot stand that. I'm Middle Eastern, catch each other way, I bag that, bag that. Never try to push it up on me. Don't do it unless you're ready for a long day. Like, ooh, don't get it confused. Never run up on me unless you're trying to get a view. Never wanna run up on me, it's bad. Never wanna run up on me, it's bad. God on my side, God is my dad. If the devil wanna run up on me. Are you YG? Yeah, that's not a three. Just a legend in the making. Yeah, he guiding me. Man, the devil really working. Yeah, he trying me. Man, the only thing I'm praying for is a fight in me inside of me. I'm going through a lot and it's only begun. And so I'm asking for the strength because I know it ain't done. I know these problems underneath all can be overcome. All these atoms in these E's are the lowest of scum. Devil run. I, I, know, I know what my worth is. Made up in his image, so I'm focused on my purpose. Fighting all these battles, asking God for his courage. Had to move aside on my pride because it's worthless. In a dark time, still looking to the sun now. Need to be the light, King and God, and when the sun down. Yeah, I know who God is. I know he got this. Trust in his process. Never wanna run up on, run up on. Never wanna run up on. It's bad. It's got God on my side. God is my dad. But not run up on me. It's bad. White boy, I'm still hitting a new birth. Yes, I really rap. I'm tired of all the rumors. I kill these instrumentals, leave these rappers like boohoo. I got more views than you, and I ain't even on YouTube. Sorry. I'm stopping out on my pride. I don't need nothing beside me except for my God and my wife. I just tell my crew to slide and I hop up into my ride. That's a really hard job. There's eight of us in this car. Only seats five. Then it's off and away we go. Stop out. Pride, low self-esteem and bad ego. I'm trying to find an even balance like that boy Nemo. Cut out. Cussing hateful thoughts and drinking mojitos. For real. It takes a while. Not a one-night fix. I'm stomping out the devil every time that I spit. There's rose gold on my crucifix. No losing chips. Got stacked the deck like the warriors you shoot and switch. I'm so sick and tired of hearing these guys. Telling lies like God is a lie, Yahweh a prophet Stop telling lies, it's well advised You'll be surprised on what you find After your body's inside a coffin The enemy's force, I've been here before Never scared of fighting with Satan I got plenty of resource, beginning me Lord, the devil steady throwing six stones I'm not an adventure on Infinity War Repent and rejoice Knowing that my God is Cat Marvel Demons on their knees, calling Cap no sorrow Bible is the bullet, the vocal, the gap, girl I'm fighting demons with double hands and no charla I thought an actual job was actually weird The right way was get the Coke and sell it back to your peers. If I escaped the dope game, it didn't happen. Just to let these mumble rappers come and sell the devil's crack to my kids. It ain't happening. I know I come with the packaging. No, I don't need to be carrying. I'm in the holy compacting it. Better be shooting the word again and again. And pick up the fragments, putting it back. I gotta recycle, do it again. And I gotta reload it and make it a habit. Yeah. Never wanna run up on, run up on. Never wanna run up on. This is bad. It's got God on my side. God is my dad. Yeah. 
Makes me happy by Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Thyself. That's pretty cool to say. Himself. That. Himself. Thyself.
um, going into the interview, we want to just first question would be, you know, if I'm introducing you to some people and, you know, reintroducing you to others. So where is um, your hometown? And kind of tell us a little bit. How did you first get into law? That's a retired nurse. I'm your auntie. My thumb is purple. So what does that mean? <laughs> right. Right. Amen. Yeah. So. Well, that's family, right? So I wanted to ask, what what was your first practice in law? I was a prosecutor. Oh, wait. I was a prosecutor. So because it's, I guess that's going, I guess, asking the questions. How does a lawyer determine what kind of law they, you know, they practice, like from family, from criminal from um, yeah. all the different. You may not feel single. You may not feel single and you go out there and do what you want to do. What I did was I started as a prosecutor because I needed to go work with someone else first because I didn't have any money. Mm. So I needed to get a job. But I knew that I was not working with someone else long. I went to get a job as a prosecutor because you get paid a regular paycheck. You mm -hmm. get experience without the exposure for um,
now that wasn't easy because I was the kind of person that, you know, though I was social and, and part of the clubs and organizations, my personal life was private. Mm. <laughs> so that was the most difficult thing for me was having the ability for other people to know what's going on in my life and not getting to choose, really choose who you talk to and don't talk to because if you're working, you got to be friendly to everybody if you got good sense. Right. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So I couldn't always choose who I wanted to talk to and who I didn't want to talk to. There were some people I would prefer not to say anything to, but they're up in my face and they watch my show. And it helped me say on television, so I have to smile and be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Amen. So what what I would say, what advice would you give somebody that um is coming into law? A person coming into law, the advice I would give to, to them is to know that law you mean uh, if they want to go into law or if they're opening a practice or going they're starting into law school law. which phase um which phase i was graduating law school graduating law school and now they don't know what's next yeah, yeah they do know a thing they know a lot i want them to be bold i want them to be fearless and to understand that that degree is a piece of paper that has a lot of power and carries a lot of weight And don't get bogged down in where you practice and what you do. You don't have to go to the big law firms, but if that's what you want to do, go to the big law firms. If you want to open up your own practice, open up your own practice. If you want to be a prosecutor, you want to work in a different area that's not that's not popular, do that. If the world is open to you in the practice of law, use your mind, use your brain, think about what you would like to deal with the kind of people you would like to deal with in the practice of law if you're practicing law and representing them and go on and do it just don't be afraid know that that piece of paper carries a lot of weight right but it doesn't make it doesn't open doors automatically and it doesn't make you rich automatically like some people thought at my church i got my license one day and with the church the next day and folks were uh, begging for money i was like they didn't open up the windows of heaven and pour me out no money <laughs> <laughs> It just gave me a light. <laughs> so, you know, just know that people will pull on you. What I would say to people is maintain your integrity. Um, don't let anyone, and I do mean anyone, from your mother to the preacher to your child to your friends to your family, don't let anyone cause you to do anything that would go against your integrity. Don't be a Cohen, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't do what Cohen did. I don't care how much your client offers you, because in the end, you go to jail. You see, he in jail, Troy. Right. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So don't do that. I don't care how big your client is, how much money they offer you to do what you know is not the right thing to do. Maintain your integrity and know and understand that it's your hide. This is your lifestyle. This is your dollars. This is your living that's at stake. This is, you know, don't let anybody take it from you. Mm-mm. And that's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. But I mean, don't don't do it because in the end, you have to answer. You got to pay the piper. I mean, if anybody's thinking about law and look at Cohen, I, <laughs> he in jail and Trump free as a bird. Right. <laughs> 
Well, I think that's a that's a good example for people, especially our young people, to understand that you do have to stay, you know, stay real to who you are and not fall to um, things that are out there that wants to pull you away from what you truly believe in. Well, but I think I'm thinking everything. Our morality has fallen and we're being guided by greed. You got to mm-hmm. be guided by your morals and your ethics. Exactly. You remain ethical. Remain ethical. No matter what, you'll survive. I can't, and I am not trying to set myself up as Jesus Christ or a perfect person, but I can tell you that I didn't go against my ethics. I missed a man that, I missed a man that was a wonderful person and was so interested in me, but he was my client. (laughs) (laughs) Can't mix the two. You couldn't date him. Uh-uh. Wow. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so would you say that um, your parents, um, as you were coming up, was a big force in your life as, you know, some of your directions and things that you learned as a young lady coming up? Almost oh, definitely. It was uh, my parents and I think all parents, we play a very pivotal role in the lives of our children. My parents set the pace. Of course, your home and what you learn at home determines your ethics, determines your morals, determines your values. So, yes, my parents said that mm-hmm, for me. Well, my question to you would be um, for someone considering law, they might be in college or high school. What law school would you recommend for them to go to to get the best? I wouldn't recommend any particular law school. I, I, that, that's not necessary. They have to figure out what law school to go to based upon their personality, their money, and their interests. Um, I went to a law school that at the moment I, at the time I enrolled, was unaccredited. And there are people who won't go to unaccredited law schools because unaccredited law schools will limit the jobs that you will get and will limit the clients that you will get. So you have to understand what you want to do. I just wanted to have a door. I wanted to have a license that said I could practice law. I figured after that I could make my way. I could care less about who. I didn't ever intend to work for anybody else long anyway. So I was like, I'm going to make my way. And I think we, so you have to really determine that for yourself, what you want to do. But those who like the Wall Street law firms, you have to pick a school. You have to go to a law school that takes, takes their students or their employees from the, from the uh, Ivy League law schools. So it makes sense. You got to go to a law school that the most people are recruited from. Look at the law firms around the nation, see which ones you like. Then you can figure out what schools they recruit from and now that you better go to one of those schools. If you want to be a prosecutor or if you want to go into government law, it doesn't matter. You know, so you just have to depend you you have to ask yourself what you want out of out of the law career. I tell people, people don't believe it, but I do. And once you get that piece of paper, you decide how much money you're going to make and where it's going to take you and what you're going to do with it. Because, but you can't be afraid. And if you're the kind that depends on someone else to write your paycheck, then you need to go to a law school that will get you into those firms that write the biggest paycheck. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but if you're going to write your own paycheck, then don't worry about it. Just get the degree. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about um, your foundation about uh, I, I believe it's called Huff, uh, Honoring Unsung no, Fathers. No, that's not my foundation. My foundation is I have a nonprofit legal 
501c3, and it's the Maybelline Ephraim Foundation. The mission of the Maybelline Foundation is to build stronger communities, to educate our young minds, and to financially empower our inner city communities. One of the programs and one of the things that the foundation does is sponsor an event every year known as Honoring Unsung Fathers, as Connell Huff. It's a luncheon where we honor dads in the community. They're nominated from the community by their wives, girlfriends, children, siblings, parents, colleagues, whomever. They're men of honor who have provided the nurture, the support, the care, the love, and the finances for their children without ever being charged or being, uh, uh, without being abusive, um, no domestic violence, no sexual abuse, no child abuse, and current in their child support. So these are the men we, rep- we uh, honor every year. We bring in celebrity presenters. I bring in entertainment, a jazz artist and a gospel artist, and we roll out the red carpet on Father's Day to make Father's Day special. That's just one of our events. That's our premier event. It's our major fundraiser. From those funds raised, we provide college scholarships, which is another program of the foundation. We have a mentorship program at a middle school and a high school in the city. Uh, We have a homeless feeding program. We have college preparation courses, domestic violence prevention. So that's the Maybelline Foundation. Huff is one aspect. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's amazing. That yeah. was very amazing. I do have a question um, for us, the Huff Awards, because I know a few men that yeah. should be non- nominated for that. How do you get them nominated? Or how do you submit them to be nominated? You can go on my website. The website is MaybellineEfromFoundation.com or for ease. HuffAwards.com, H-U-F-A-W-A-R-D-S. The applications are on the website. The qualifications and requirements are on the website. Fathers are nominated in five different categories. We have start with the single father, the married father, divorced father, a non-biological father who's the village dad, and a, and a living legacy who's a father been married to the same woman at least 45 years. Wow. We want people to know that that is possible, that it happens. Everybody is not getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. So right. <laughs> uh, that's my biggest category. Usually I get a lot of nominees in that category. So you go online and just complete the application and send it in. Don't nominate anyone if you don't intend to bring them to the Father's Day event because that's what it's all about. Bring them out. Uh, let them walk that red carpet. Treat it, be treated royally pictures taken, all of that, um, and be the center of attention for the day. Invite their friends and families to come out and purchase a ticket and come out and enjoy a nice brunch in the afternoon with them. So that's how simple it is. Wonderful. Great. Wow. Awards.com. Yes, ma'am. So can you tell us a little bit about your um, upcoming podcast? Well, I don't have an upcoming podcast. I have a podcast going, and it, it airs every Friday night. Right now, it's on YouTube uh, on Friday night as of September 15th. It'll be uh, airing in all the mainstream uh, um, digital streams. It's called Sassy Women of Wisdom. 
Right. It's a group of my sassy girlfriends. <laughs> we're all, um, we're wise women, uh, uh, aged women. Uh, Evelyn Braxton, my sister from the Braxton Family Values, Constance Moore, who is the mother of MC Light, who's also an author and a life coach and a minister, and Beverly Hawk, who is the mother of Khadijah and Malik Hawk, who play on the Kardashians. She's an educator, former uh, principal, vice principal, I think, at a school, and is about to start writing her books. And we've raised children. We've raised children in the industry. That's what we all have in common. Um, one of the things we all have in common, we've been through some, we've been through life. We've been through marriage. We've been through divorce. We've been through separation. We've been through domestic violence. We've been through some experiences in life. We've been through going to school while we go to work raising children of all kinds. Um, uh, Constance had one, Beverly had six, Maybelline had four, and Miss Evelyn had six. So we got some life experiences to share with our audiences. So it's the Sassy Women of Wisdom. It's just sitting, we sit and chat and talk about different issues related to life. That's awesome. Every Friday night. Every Friday night, okay. Yes, Friday night. Sharing some wisdom. Sharing some wisdom. Right now, you can check us out on YouTube. You can subscribe to the channel. And as I said, as of September 15th, we'll be on all the uh, digital streams. I think that's very awesome because we 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 look at today's time. A lot of our young people don't have um, wise women that they can actually right. look up to mm-hmm. or even listen to, to mm-hmm. even give them any kind of uh, examples of how to live and how to carry right. yourself. And so I believe that is such a great positive um, influence that's going to be for a lot of young people and even people that's just, you know, middle-aged like myself, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> middle-aged, no, that's, yeah. that's what we try to do but because we've run the gamut. We've been, we started out as children like everybody else. We went through life. We have those experiences going through school. But you know we're we're up to grandparent great grandparenting, so you know we got experience. We so we're trying to share that with um, the world, um, not just women, um, with men as well, mm-hmm. and to help all of us become better persons. And you're so right. I find so many children, so many people, not just children, who are listening, you're know, waiting for someone to to listen to them, to mm-hmm. talk to them, to give them some words of wisdom, give them some advice yeah, without right. judging. So, you know, we don't judge. We just advise. We just talk about life and what's going on and how we should do things. For instance, we just had a session last week on the difference between conversations and communicating, communication between men and women, the different, the different ways men speak versus the way women speak, not in terms of uh, French or nationality. We're talking about saying using the same English words, but... <laughs> It's different times, meaning having different, different meanings, meanings, depending right. on what's being said and how it's being said. So and that was one of the things we talked about. Because one of the main re- main problems in relationships is people don't know how to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is very true. That's true. And you don't even hear each other. You don't even understand each other. Exactly. Because you just don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about things like that. You know, I was sitting here thinking, and there's, there's not many grandmother figures out there anymore because everybody right. still want to be young and i'm like 
everybody want to be young. It's like somebody got to be old. Right? right? You're going to keep living. <laughs> still trying to be hot girls. Somebody has they to can't be, be no hot girl. You hush. <laughs> they trying, though. You can't be 55 and a hot girl. I'm they show still trying <laughs> to be a hot girl. And participate in the hot girl summer. Now you can be you can be fifty five and sassy like we are. We're sassy. There you yeah. go. And we, you know, we're aged and we're wise, but we sassy. We I still got, got it going on. Don't don't even get it twisted. <laughs> right. We still have energy. We still have pizzazz. We still like. We still enjoy life. We ride bicycles. We go to the beach. We swim. We you know we do everything. We do That's a lot right. of things that most people do, but. At the same time, we've lived long enough to know a few things that others don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. And, and, and young people are searching for that. Not really. I yeah, you don't have to knock your head against it. See, we knocked our head, so you can avoid knocking your head. <laughs> right. That part. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Trying to help them not to knock it. <laughs> trying to hold mm-hmm. you. Trying to keep you from knocking your head and being a knucklehead. You That's know? right. See, after I heard mm-hmm. knucklehead as a child, I always got hit in the head. So. <laughs> That's about right. And see, we, we talk about that. We talk about ways, different ways of parenting and ways to discipline and ways to communicate with our young people, with, to communicate with your children, to get your point across without mm-hmm. knocking the devil out of them. Yeah. I mean, we were growing up, we were taught and we were made to believe that the only way you could discipline a child is to beat the devil out of them. Mm-hmm. Just beat them. Mm-hmm. Beat them. That's true. <laughs> and the devil still but don't come not- out. All it is, yeah, so beat up devils. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's, there are many skills and techniques you can use as an employee, and we we we've we've, uh, we've tried them all. We mm-hmm. tried a whole lot of. Them. Wow! <laughs> so, and we share that with you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we share that with you. You know, it's it's crazy that I'm I'm thinking about like your legacy. You a lot of there's a lot of wisdom that came from your show. You know, when you did your show, because I I remember watching. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Came from my show that was Divorce Court. When I did my show, I am doing a show now, Justice with Judge Maybelline. I'm not a has been. I'm not washed up. I'm okay. Okay. Oh, you are. <laughs> See now she's gonna beat me because. <laughs> She on her way here. Right? She on the way to Vegas right now. I'm going to get that, Pastor Jay. That's what she said. <laughs> so, when you was on divorce court. Okay. Clarified. Clarified. Clarify, you know, right. clarifying. Exhibit A. You know, show. <laughs> <laughs> I just believe there was, so, right. there was so much wisdom that came out of that show other than, you know, it being a show about divorce, it, a lot of people learned a lot from the wisdom that you gave during mm-hmm. that time, you know, because I remember watching and saying, I don't want to get divorced because, man, first Judge Maybelline would chew, chew me out and look at all these years later. <laughs> that's why I ain't married. Yeah, and that's what I tried to do. I took the show very seriously as it was not just entertainment, but my job was to educate, to stimulate, to motivate as well as entertain. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like now I have an audience. I don't even know who the audience is, and the audience is around the world. And that's the way I look at the picture. You know, the world of television is gives me a great opportunity to reach people around the world with my ideas and my thoughts on um, morality and ethics and how to raise children and 
how to be in relationships. I have two books out, Look Deep Before You Leap, um, Tools to Avoid Unhealthy Relationships. I have another book out, Judge Maybelline's Life Lessons, uh, 52 Tools for Weekly Living. So it, it, it's an opportunity to speak to the world. And I don't know who I'm going to reach, have not a clue, but I know somebody will be touched by it. So I take having the value of that television and how the people you can reach very seriously. And I want to make sure that when I reach them, it's a positive reach. Amen. Well, I believe it was a great, great opportunity and it have, it, it has put some, as we call it nuggets in a lot of people's lives. First, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because I mean, I've watched some of the shows and I just, I wasn't thinking about getting married. I'm just going to be honest with you and I'm still not married. So, <laughs> So it was something in that show. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not supposed to until you look deep before you leap. I love right. it. That's it. And I'm looking deep before I leap. That's a book that a lot of people need to read before they get married. Most definitely. Well, they can get it off my they can get on my website, judgemaybelline.com. That's what I'm hoping that they'll get it and read it. Well, I'm mm -hmm. definitely gonna share with that's before the first marriage right. event. And see again, it comes, there's wisdom in there that came from Maybelline failing to look deep before she leaped. And she thought, you know, the result was not so good. Mm -hmm. So now from that, I've written the book. So you don't have to go through the same thing that I went through. That, I mean, a lot of it came from my own life experiences. And it made me wiser. Amen. Mm -hmm. And now I'll share that. I love it. Single mm -hmm. ministries out there. Y'all heard that. That's right. Thanks okay. before you leap. Make sure you every single yeah. ministry out there and you know it, it, it's for every age group it's not just the young people because we got some old fools too that's going out there going to the third still being foolish okay? so it's not just for the young so i wanted to ask this question i always wanted to ask this question how did it feel locking up Medea? <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, the problem with locking up a deer, it felt fun to make the order, but like a lot of court orders that are made, it they, they wasn't followed. <laughs> <laughs> but I had fun doing it. <laughs> and you know, I was telling someone, I was telling someone the other day, those three minutes I was on that screen locking up, my dear got me more exposure than being on divorce court five days a week. You wow. know, for an hour a day. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that, that, that TV is powerful. Three minutes. Three minutes on that big screen. <laughs> and we all watch And more it. people yeah. remember me by that. And remember the the, all the scenes and all the movies. Right. <laughs> right. That is yeah, true. Yeah, I think I was just five of them. Mm -hmm. So one thing I want to just say um, is thank you so much, Judge, for coming on to the show for anointed radio taking time out of your busy schedule to speak with us and I share mean, knowledge you <laughs> <laughs> that word lightly busy i busy. set off what i was i was into doing these doggone taxes yeah busy I needed a break. I needed a break, but I'm so happy to have been given the opportunity to do so. And I always welcome any chance and any opportunity I have to share some wisdom again, to chat with you all. You sound like a great group of young people. I love y'all. I love hanging out with young people. 
We love you too. We love you too. We gotta come hang out again. Yeah. The chew out and all. I, I feel like you didn't hit me inside my head about four times <laughs> in this whole <laughs> And it, it, we appreciate appreciate you so much. And anything that you're doing, um, let us know. Definitely keep in touch. Um, and let us oh, know about I have anything that you're coming. doing. I have. I'm going to speak, and I can't, I've got to get the information out. Uh, but I have a speaking engagement in Indianapolis, Indiana, October 19th, and I don't know exactly where yet. I, I know it's a community group, and then I have another one in um, Maryland, in Glen Arden, Maryland, November 9th. So I'll be in those those two parts of town very soon. Awesome. Any 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 projected times of coming to this good old city of Las Vegas? If you invite me. Okay. I have. I'll put it on the calendar. All I need is an invitation <laughs> to come and do something. I'd be happy to come. I love traveling and I love going wherever. I was just in Vegas last month for my grandson's basketball tournament. You know those little basketball tournaments all over the nation. I was. I was there for that in that hot Vegas, hundred hundred some degree temperature. Still is right. Sitting in the gym, going outside. He win this game. He win the next game. Lose the game. Win the game. Oh Lord! I was like, Ooh. I'm just glad when this is over. <laughs> was was the um, the tournament at a, at a high school? Yes, it was. It's you know when the it's a national league now. Who who I forgot. He's on the team. He's on one of the basketball players' teams from um, Jesus Christ. I, he told me not to forget. He said, Grandma, you're going to forget. I told him I was. He, he's on um, the, you know, it's a, a lot of teams that the basketball players sponsor. Mm-hmm. And his, the player that sponsors his team, I think, is with San Francisco. I mean, not San Francisco. Golden um, State. That, that Golden State, yeah. Golden State. Because I know That's there was a tournament at Rancho High School uh-huh. um, just recently. I think it was like at the end of July. Yeah, well, yeah, they they were there. They were at two or three different high schools there because LeBron was there with one of his teams. It was it was a bunch of them. Oh wow! It was wow. the same weekend as the WNB, the women's basketball final. Oh, yeah. This show. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Yep, I was there too. Yep, I know exactly where. That was you were there. Yes, I was at the WNBA awards. I forgot what school I was. I forgot what school I was. I I can't remember the name of the school. My we were, but um, it was out in one of the little suburbs. Recent uh, a new development out in the Vegas area. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, all it takes is for you to say, um, to talk to my publicist and say we'd like to have. Judge Maybelline for XYZ. I got you. And I would lose. No, that's oh. all it takes. All right. And I'm trying to, see, I'm going to tell you the name of the. I'm trying to see if I have. I know I got a picture with the basketball player, but I'm trying to see if I have a picture with the basketball player that has his name on the team that my grandson plays for. Kevin Durant. Well, now you know I would know that name. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kevin Durant. <laughs> and Kevin Durant does not play for Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento. I thought oh, you meant Golden State. Oh, the Kings. Nobody care about the Kings. 
Don't say that too loud. Somebody might do. Somebody. What's the name? I'm a Warrior fan, so same. I am too. You know, being from Richmond, California, the only team I saw was the Warriors. Oakland. Oakland. Oh, everywhere. They're still the Oakland of Warriors. I don't care. Nobody well, it's Golden State. That's the only Same time that the Bay Area comes together <laughs> because we start beefing when it's football season, baseball season, but when it's basketball season, the Bay Area comes together. Well, that's because we only have one basketball team anyway. That's not true. Oh, so that's, 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 that's why the Warriors are so well known. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, in the Bay Area, oh, really they bring the city. They bring so, the so Bay Area. So you're just gonna throw Sacramento Kings out, out in the Bay? That they still <laughs> got a rivalry going on. <laughs> not in the Bay. They're not, they, not, in, the they're not in the Bay, but they still they're technically our northern basketball team. They don't count as the Bay Area. That's true. They Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> We okay. We we were playing at Legacy High School. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. And it's, team, it's Team Fox. It's Team Fox. What's that Fox player's name? Ooh. He's on Team Fox. I ain't know Fox since Rick Fox, and that's He's a young guy. He's relatively new to basketball. Ooh-wee. I think it's three years in bas two or three years in basketball. That's all he's been in. Well, but he has a team, and that's wonderful. Shout outs to him for having that team. Shout out to him. That's right. That, that's still Shout powerful out to do to outside the your basketball to be able to give back. Because a lot of people get that money and don't ever and go back. Gone. Go. No, it's, it's a whole it was a, this whole league of young people playing basketball. All of the teams were sponsored by one of the uh NBA players. It, it was sponsored by an NBA player. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, my little grandson is out of Houston. Okay. Texas. Houston, mm-hmm. Texas. Man, I wish this interview was long. I have so many stories about Houston. But we thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely, uh, Judge, we thank you for real. On, on, thank uh, you for inviting so me. Much. And I wish you all well in what you're doing. And I hope that this will um, be beneficial to your show. Amen. It was. Yeah. And, yeah. and we definitely yeah. have, we're praying for your show, Wow, Woman of Wisdom. And yeah, I, 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 I sassy women of wisdom. Oh, you know, um, sassy. Huh? Of, we, we yeah, we discovered the thing. Like, we discovered the thing with a number of um, women of wisdom shows out there. When we when we named ours that and we put it out there, then the next thing you know, there were a lot. So, mm. um, but sassy yeah. puts, a, puts a good little spin to it. So that, that's sassy that's a good women thing. Yeah, women. So I like we, that. We have to we a fine
Thank you. All thank right. You. Well, we thank you so much. And have All right, thank the, you. the uh, best time of, of, of your night right now, going back to Texas. Go back to what? <laughs> You're going back to Texas. Going back to your Texas. I know you no, know I'm tired. Like, I'm about to move, you know. That's why I told you. <laughs> <laughs> do it at the end of the day. I'm through with those numbers and figures. I'm through with that for the day. I get back to it tomorrow. I know that's right. Take a minute and eat me some dinner and and watch one show to put me to sleep. <laughs> so the TV going to be watching you. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll probably watch. i get through half the news, maybe. Oh, you better than me. All I hear is the channel two new. I'm sorry because you get up. You know, I should close out. I should close out the normal way. Yeah, I'm close out the normal way. Cletus. This is Pastor Jane. Like always, we got the Kingdom Image Awards coming up. We're in. Anointed Radio is nominated for Best Media Outlet of 2019, so definitely continue voting. We'll be out in Columbus, Ohio, um, representing Las Vegas, amen? So I just thank everybody for everything that you guys are doing, you know, for supporting Anointed Radio. We're here in Las Vegas showing that unity brings change, that we believe in truth hope and progression and despite of everything just know that God has a plan for you and instead of saying what if just say what can I do a prayer that I said a long time ago that helped me since I moved to Las Vegas was God please guide my feet I'll make the plan but God guide my feet to the right moves so that I know that I stay inside your will. So, that was it. Got a nice little countdown. Make sure you go support everybody on the countdown. Definitely go support me with my single, Jesus Makes Me Happy. And remember that it's never too late to fulfill the vision that God gives you. Alright? So, that was Pastor Jay. Make sure you go follow my co-host Marvinetta Clay at M- at Clay Marvinetta on Instagram and Twitter. My other co-host, Chris Johnson at Sing Chris J on Instagram and Twitter. But much love and I'll see y'all in a minute.